Welcome to A Pleasant Solution, Embracing an Organized Life. I'm your host, certified life coach, professional organizer, and home life expert, Amelia Pleasant Kennedy. And I help folks permanently eliminate clutter in their homes and lives. On this podcast, we'll go beyond the basics of home organization to talk about why a clutter-free mindset is essential to an aligned and sustainable lifestyle. If you're someone with a to-do list, if you're managing a household, and if you're caring for others, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to episode 22, How to Declutter and Organize Your Car. Hey, y'all. Each of us has a special relationship with our car. And if you're fortunate enough to live in a metropolitan area with great public transportation, I'll be 100% honest. I'm envious of you. And this episode probably isn't for you. In the summer of 2022, my family and I lived and worked in Barcelona. It was the first time I'd had an extended break from driving, and I loved it. Functional, accessible public transportation that's well-designed is such a treat, in my opinion. Most of my life, I've needed a car to get from place to place. Therefore, I've spent quite a bit of time in my car. I got my driver's license at 15 years old. I grew up in the country and learned to drive on back roads. Deer were the most dangerous obstacles, and the smell of a dead skunk is super familiar to me. I loved the freedom, and I can see the same level of lightness and excitement in my now 16-year-old daughter who's driving. There's a joy to getting in your car, for me, rolling down the windows in the summer and playing a podcast or blasting some music. It's a particular kind of joy. Then there's the other side of driving, the side where you're a mother of young children and all you really want is a moment of peace and quiet. My parents used to drive me around in the car to fall asleep when I was little. Therefore, I adopted the same practice when my kids were little. I had three kids in four and a half years, and during that season of life, drove a giant GMC Yukon XL. If you're unfamiliar, the XL is the largest SUV on the market. And with three little kids, it worked beautifully for all the car seats, the double stroller, and of course, all the snacks and gear. One of the ways that I found the peace and quiet I desperately needed for my sanity at that stage was to drive. If moods or behaviors were off at home, 
and the kids needed a change of scenery and a reset, as I used to say, I'd load them all into the car for a drive. It was our rolling hour or more of nap time. I rarely had a destination in mind. I'd pick a drive through Starbucks 20 or 30 minutes away, buckle them in, and tell them we were going for a drive and that they should nap, then make it happen. I'd get coffee, park, and use the quiet moments to reset myself and let go of the day's mental clutter. So, as you can imagine, I've put miles and miles on various cars throughout the years. On today's episode, we'll dip back into the world of practical organization and talk about how to declutter and organize your car. My whole philosophy is that our internal clutter often shows up externally in some shape or form, and I believe that our cars can be a sneaky place for clutter to appear. If you drive on a regular basis, your car essentially may be an extension of your home, and it deserves to be a peaceful or restorative space too. I'll give practical tips and share my approach to car care. In the second part of the episode, I'll talk about a few easily missed details regarding your vehicle and why, as a pro-organizer, I like to think broadly when it comes to the category of my car. You're more organized than you think, so trust your inner guidance when it comes to the standards and expectations you have for your vehicle. Do what makes sense for you and your phase of life. I'm not a car expert. I'm simply a mom who's driven through it all. The crumbs, the gear, the vomit, the endless screaming and crying, the funky feet smells, video sing-alongs, and every stage of car seat that there is. I've had fender benders. I've been pulled over. I've gotten a flat. I've even done a 180 while trying to slow down on an exit ramp in heavy snow and ice. And now I have a teenage driver, which requires a totally different level of mindset and emotional strength. All right. First, I want to invite you to think for a moment about what you'd ideally like your car environment to look and feel like. How important is it to you for the interior of the car to be clean versus the exterior? Now, dig a layer deeper and consider why you want it to be that way. What's true comfort for you? as a driver? There's no right answer here. My answer is that a clean interior is even more important to me than the exterior. I'm now at a stage in my life that I can afford a clean exterior too. However, if I had to choose, 
I want the interior of my car to be a sanctuary where I can actually think if I'm alone. If I have to wait for 30 minutes in traffic or when picking someone up, I want the interior of my car to be free of excess distractions. I define excess distractions as things I don't actively need or use while in my car. If there's no reason for an item to be in my car, I don't want it there. One of the perks of being an adult is that you have the power, in most cases, to get what you want. It may require building a new habit, getting others on board with your perspective, or investing a little bit of time, money, or energy. But if you want it, you can take the steps to make it happen. So again, what's the overall feeling or vibe that you want while in your car? Whenever you're organizing, it's important to know your destination before you begin. It gives you a sense of purpose and it helps your brain know what a complete project looks like. Only you know the current state of your car. Maybe you work from it. Maybe you live in it. Maybe you feel like your kids do. That's a perfect reason to set aside time to reset it to your desired level of tidiness. Your brain may look at the crumbs, the planned returns or donations, the random gear, toys, or piles of paper from your office, and think that decluttering your car will take hours. Realistically, it will take 30 minutes or less to clear it out, and another 30 minutes or so for the detailed attention. Remember, You can always break any project up into a series of parts. However, if you do, put each time segment of the project on your calendar so that you don't get distracted midway through. Start by taking a quick before snapshot or video of the front seat and back. Don't skip this step. You'll love the reward of seeing your visual progress when you're done. Set a timer for 30 minutes. Give yourself and the project a time limit. This always lessens the overwhelm that sometimes creeps up in our brains. You're more likely to stop procrastinating and get started if you already know that there's an end ahead. Bring a garbage bag wet wipes, glass cleaner, paper towels, a microfiber cloth, a hand vacuum, whatever supplies you have on hand, out to the car. Turn on some music. You have permission to make this fun. If you have kiddos, invite them to help. If they've contributed to the mess, they're more than capable of partnering with you to restore order to the car. Plus, You'll pass along the skills of organizing to them when you have them practice in a hands-on way. Start by trashing what's trash. Check the pockets on the back of the seats and in the doors. Look up under the seats. Next, take out anything that doesn't belong in the car 
and put it away, back to where it lives, in the house. Don't forget to check the console and the trunk. If you know that putting items away will distract you and lead you away from the project, set the items in a bin by the door. Or have your support team follow through for you. Here's a tip. Make a mental note of the kinds of items that were left behind in your car. Do you have an excess trash habit? Does one family member always forget their stuff? As always, this step is about creating awareness of the way things currently are. Try not to judge, but instead notice. Awareness of your own habits or the habits of others is a game changer and a great starting place for future conversations. Hey, hey, now it's time to celebrate your completion of the first segment of your project. You've decluttered. Nice work. Next up is cleaning the car's interior and or exterior. Full transparency, you're more than welcome to stop here and take the car to get cleaned by a professional. In some places, there are mobile car detail services that will come to you. I'm all about outsourcing work that you don't want to do, or where your time is more important than the task itself. You can choose to see caring for your car as a special treat, or you can choose to see it as self-care for wellness. Outsourcing isn't selfish. It's mutually beneficial to you and to the business owner. You get to decide, and what makes sense today is what makes sense today. If you're down to clean the car yourself, start by dusting the dashboard and other hard surfaces. Don't forget that on my website, apleasantsolution.com forward slash 22, there will be a written transcript of this episode if you'd prefer a visual guide. Next, wet and wipe down the console, cup holders, and doors. You can use a glass cleaner on the interior windows and rear view mirror. Make sure you're extra careful of your electronic screen if you have one. Lastly, vacuum out the car as much as possible or treat yourself to an interior vacuum at your local car wash. Again, this isn't about perfection. It's about restoring order in a space that you spend time in. Finally, if you have an extra few minutes, take the car for an exterior car wash and fill up on gas. When your car feels fresh again, restock any essentials that you like to keep in your car. Think napkins, tissues, sanitizer, an umbrella, a small garbage bag, band-aids or a first aid kit, phone chargers, quarters for parking. Restock anything that makes sense to you. Use a trunk organizer to secure the wayward reusable grocery bags or sports equipment in your trunk. Now, 
Let's talk about a few easily missed details when it comes to the category of car care. I mentioned that I like to think broadly. Therefore, in my mind, anything car-related deserves a quick check while my brain is thinking about all things car. So for this portion, give yourself another 20-30 minutes to focus on specific details. Start by looking in the glove compartment. Remove any items that are outdated or don't belong. Double-check that your registration and insurance cards are up-to-date and easy to access if, perchance, you're pulled over. I'd highly recommend taking a photograph of them for easy reference. You never know when you'll be asked for some ridiculous detail like the VIN number of your vehicle. I also keep a clear photograph of my driver's license on my phone. I label it with the year it needs to be renewed, so that part is easy to notice. Look at your windshield sticker. When is your next oil change or car service due? Make an appointment as needed, or even better, put an alert on your calendar for a future reminder to clear that mental clutter. Walk around to the back of your car and take a look at your license plate quickly. Is your tag registration sticker valid? If someone else in your household typically manages the vehicles in your home, this exercise is great practice to get you familiar with all the elements of keeping your car clutter-free and fully functioning. Lastly, Take a moment to consider your emergency roadside assistance plan. My teenager was required to know and be able to report what she'd do if stranded. Besides, call my parents. Could you hear me roll my eyes just now? If you're a person who prefers to DIY it, double check that the emergency gear is in your trunk. Sign up for roadside assistance or check whether your credit card or leasing company offers it. I've called AAA plenty over the last 25 years. Remember that before photo you took? Now's the perfect time to open the car doors and take an after shot to celebrate your success. This is evidence that you're more organized than you think. It's not about how many steps you've completed or skipped, just that you took an hour to create change that feels amazing. Embracing an organized life isn't about reaching the end of this to-do list. It's about making powerful decisions, trusting that you can accomplish both the big and the small things, and about taking it one simple step at a time. Talk to y'all soon. Hey, y'all. I'd be honored if you'd take three minutes to leave a review of this podcast. Your time is precious, and by leaving a review, a pleasant solution will reach more listeners and lives. I'd also love to hear your feedback and share your review on a future episode. Talk to y'all soon. And remember, 
you are more organized than you think.